0: Hey guys, Joe here, Radio 690 ADV, 690ADV.com. Thanks for tuning in. On today's episode, we're going to get into the KTM 690 Enduro R. After living with it for two years, what I like and what I don't like about it. And why did I choose it over so many other bikes out there? Coming up next on Radio 690 ADV. KTM North Texas is your headquarters for everything KTM and your one-stop shop. Hey guys, Joe here, 690 ADV. Are you looking for a new KTM bike? Yeah, they got them. They got adventures, enduro's, dirt, racing, street, parts and service. Yeah, they got it. KTM North Texas is one of the largest aftermarket parts suppliers and repair shops in the state of Texas. Yeah, Texas. They don't just service KTM. They service most every major brand out there. If you're needing a fix or just getting race ready, you needing some new gear? Yeah, KTM North Texas, they got it. From helmets to jackets, pants, boots, goggles, tires, rims, new plastics and so much more. So if you want great deals and to be treated just like family, don't wait. Call 817-275-2228 or text 682-465-6637. Or you can just email Bert directly at Bert at slmracing.com. Don't forget, tell him 69080V sent you. That way you get your discount. Hey guys, how's everybody doing? Welcome back. Thanks for sticking around and thanks for spending Sunday with me on the podcast. Also, thank you to KTM North Texas. A very, very good and great supporter of the YouTube channel and also our podcast as well. If you ever need anything, make sure that you give those guys a call or email them and tell them 690 ADV sent you. And they will. They'll give you a nice discount and they're going to take care of you. They're going to treat you like family. I promise you that. Anyway, on to the podcast. And since we're on the subject of KTM, in the 690, and everybody knows that I ride a KTM 690 Enduro R, and there is things that I love about that motorcycle, and then there's things I don't particularly care about that motorcycle. Um, so we're going to weigh everything out today and talk about it and get into it. So if you want some more information about a KTM 690 and thinking about getting a KTM 690, they are... You know, they're one of those bikes that are really, in all true honesty, for what they are, they're second to nothing on this planet. (laughs) Literally, nothing on this planet for what they're made for. Now, you're going to get some guys that are going to, you know, bash and say, oh, well, it's a big fat pig and I would never take that bike and I would go. Get a three hundred and fifty, or a five hundred, or a four hundred and fifty, or whatever you are going to get. That that that's just going to happen, and it doesn't matter which avenue you travel. That's going to happen, and for what it is now, you are talking a guy that is coming off adventure bikes. Started with a KLR, not a light bike, but it's very capable bike. I love all motorcycles. I'm not going to bash on any bike. You'll never hear it on my YouTube. You'll never hear it on anything. I don't hammer bikes. Now I have come out and said that I think that certain motorcycles will maybe not do as well as I think they should or could. And Why did the manufacturer make that motorcycle? But all manufacturers, they're not stupid. They're going to make their money. They're it's, it's going to happen. They're going to do. I just don't think sometimes they're going to do as good as they potentially could. So, That being out there, just saying that I'm not going to bash a motorcycle. I love them all. So back to the KTM 690 Enduro R and the other motorcycles that I'm sure somewhere where this gets posted and I try to promote it to get people to listen and things like that. I'm going to get my fair share of the bashing telling me, oh, well, the KTM 690 this and you should have got a 701. You should have this and this and this. Well, I didn't. And I'm going to tell you why I didn't get a 701 or another manufacturer. KTM. Why did I go with KTM over Husky, Honda, Suzuki, Yamaha, all those? I entertained every single one of those manufacturers. Well, let's just start off with the other manufacturers and then I'll tell you why I went with KTM. Husky, Yamaha, Honda, all those. They're all fantastic motorcycles. They're great. They're built well. Some of them are bulletproof. Some of them are not so much bulletproof. Some of them are proven. Some are unproven. Now, Honda, Suzuki, Yamaha, all of your Japanese motorcycles, they're fantastic motorcycles. They do a great job. And there are several that I was leaning towards whenever I was coming out of adventure motorcycles. Know the difference, okay? You have adventure, dual sport, enduro, dirt. (laughs) So, know what those differences are and don't try to justify one to another. Adventure motorcycles, just the word itself, big, heavy, very road capable, actually, the best at the road. They're not really made for the off-road as much as they promote it. They get the professional riders that make it look like you're going to go wheeling and climb up rock steps on a 1290. Uh, I don't want to ruin your ego. You're not going to be doing that. And I've yet to see anybody other than the professionals on these big bikes, jumping logs (laughs) and doing all that stuff. It's just, you're just sorry. Even my own ego I can't do it. It's just probably not going to happen. So, but they're heavy. That's the key word is weight. Weight really when you're dual sport adventure riding or adventure riding or whatever you want to call it. Weight is the biggest factor will dictate your enjoyment on your travels, period. I don't care who you are. I know I've been doing it for years and I've got tens of thousands of 50,000 miles on the road camping, doing it. Weight is the biggest factor. Now, like I said, KLRs, then I had a Suzuki v 650, which did a great job. Most people don't think that bike can do it. That bike is more capable in the right hands uh, than you, you would think. Then on to the BMW F800 GSA. If I was to go back and change it, I would have got the GS. Only because um, weight. <laughs> That's it. It's weight. So those bikes are somewhere between 400 and what, 50 to 525 pounds. So that's with nothing on it. That's just the bike. No luggage, no tent, no camping gear, no clothing, no nothing. Now, when I talk about adventure riding, that's basically taking everything with you and you camp at a different spot every single night. Not a guy that goes rides for the day empty and then rides back to the hotel and then does it again the next day so weight is a big factor and it makes it very 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 interesting when you try to go down some of these technical trails so coming from those bikes there they were heavy i just decided that i got to a point where i was like okay i'm not enjoying myself off-road how do i get that enjoyment back the klr 650 is even still too heavy for what I want to do and enjoy it. It's more enjoyable on a KLR 650, but not as enjoyable as it could be. It's not enjoyable on these big adventure bikes. Ding, the bell lit up the light bulb, whatever you want to call it. That's where I started doing research and research is king. I say it a million times. You'll see it on all my videos. Where do I go? How do I get the weight down? How do I get the power for the road if I want to travel? And what can I do to pack it light, pack it tight, get out and go do it right and be happy at the same time? There's no such thing as a unicorn motorcycle. So just let it go. Um, Quit dreaming up these bikes because it's not going to happen. So what did I do? I started from one side of Japanese and then I went all the way over to, you know, the Austrian bikes, the KTM's now Husky, um, you know, even BMW, I tried, I mean, I looked everywhere. So what I narrowed it down to is I narrowed it down to a few bikes. The few bikes that I narrowed it down to that I I truly knew that that I could probably 100% make what I needed as close as I could to a unicorn bike. And still have fun when I get out and I adventure ride. What bikes did I look at? I looked at the DR650 and i know there's a lot of guys out there going oh it's a fat pig all right i'm moving on i'm not listening to those guys because here's the deal most of these guys that 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 mention all this stuff they're they're biased and i just i can't listen to those people so the DR650 it's a great and fantastic bike it does a great job there's tons of them you see them all over colorado and that's a lot of the area that i like to ride is colorado utah new mexico arizona that area plus i live here in texas So I need to be able to get off the beaten path. I'm always looking for dirt more than I'm looking for street. The DR almost fit the bill. The next bike, the XR 650. The L. The R's are impossible. They don't have electric start. I'm not going to buy one. I'm not going to travel on one because I'm not going to kickstart a bike. (laughs) At altitude. Moving on. WR 250R. And people are like, why would you look at a WR? Man, that bike is so capable. It's fantastic. It's not too expensive. It's highly capable. Everybody loves them that buys them. They're bulletproof. It's fantastic. So, uh, you know, so what have we hit? We've hit Yamaha. We've hit Suzuki. And we've hit uh, Yamaha, Suzuki, and um, yeah, whatever. Anyway, moving on. Then I went to the other bikes, BMW. Well, the only thing that they have is that 650 Serato or whatever that thing's at. It's just too heavy. It's no, and I don't want to buy an older bike and just try to make it work. They're just too heavy. You know, I looked at the Dakar and I just didn't want to go down that road. So I had to niche BMW pretty quick. It didn't take too long. Husky. And I've talked about why I didn't buy a Husky. But let me tell you why the true reason why I did not buy a Husk, you know, and put it in my garage over the KTM. We'll let it out right now. Huskies are fantastic bikes. They are basically KTM bikes now. So that was a huge plus for me. Here's my problem. Dealer network. There's just not a big enough dealer network and you have to have dealers. And we talked about it on a podcast previously do you have that dealership and the person that you can trust i've got mine ktm north texas and that's where i bought my 690 and i can go in there today i could go in there a year from now those guys don't forget it's literally it's like that's it's, it's they're in their dna they remember who you are and they take care of you i mean and they don't just hustle you up to try to, to sell you stuff but not just that just ktm in general was the reason why I went over uh, Husky. Because it came down to the 701 and the 690R. Well, the 690R won out because of the dealer network. It's not that the, the, the 690 is better than the 701. It's not that it's, you know, not all these things. It's It came down to dealer network. And at the end of the day, I am very happy and proud that I went with KTM because I've had trouble free the maintenance on it has been really pretty easy. Um, and not only that, you know, the reliability, I've put it through some pretty snotty stuff and it just shines every single time. Now, the guys that say it's a pig, it's fat, it's too big. You can't do all that stuff. Are you that guy that's taking everything with you? And if you are, don't run your mouth. Post pictures. Let's see what you're getting into and let's see all your gear because all the photos I ever see of guys, they're stripped bikes. There's nothing on them and they're getting out and doing their business. So those are the people I can't listen to. So the KTM 690 Indoor, what do I love about that bike? Uh, almost everything, to be, <laughs> to be honest with you. I literally just, it's a fantastic bike, but there are a few little things that, that I just don't care for on that motorcycle. It, it's just not a, uh, I don't have a love for it. Now, KTM North Texas, they tried to basically talk me into a 500 and they, they love the 500. And I think the five, the only reason I just can't get a 500 is the maintenance. And to do a long travel, travels that we do, a small one's 2,000 miles. And we're talking not 2,000 miles in a small loop. We're talking 2,000 miles. We're traveling. We're going to town, to town, to town and camping. So on a 500 with the maintenance, I think that's just stretching it. you know. And I don't want to have to do maintenance on the road. That 500, my God, it is gorgeous, sexy. It's fantastic. It's an amazing motorcycle. It does so much. And it truly is. For the road enduro bikes, it's the king. I don't care what anyone says. It is the king. But if you're talking a road-capable travel motorcycle that can punch miles, we're talking 125 a stretch. That's not pulling over after 25 miles and going, oh, I got to shift my bum. No, 125 minimum. And still be able to romp single track and actually get out and do the business like in Colorado. Yeah, the 690R is the king. I don't care what anyone says. You're never going to change my mind. You can sit there and post all the posting you want to from from uh, uh, dirt forums and all these. I I don't care. You're never going to change my mind. I've ridden a lot of motorcycles. It is the king of travel getting out, hitting the gnarly stuff and doing the business. It's the best. Period. No way around it. It's we're done. It's over. We're done. So, what do I love about the motorcycle? God, the suspension. It does such a great job on rocks, the dampening, the front end, the rear end, and if you dial it in right because it is adjustable suspension, it is fantastic. A lot of guys just leave it factory. They don't know how to dampen their stuff. And what happens is, is that motorcycle in and, it, and they, they bash on it because they say that, Hey, you know what? Uh, it doesn't dampen very well in the front or the front doesn't complement the rear. Well, if you know how to do it right, trust me, it'll soak up those rocks just like you're driving over marshmallows. So with that being said, the suspension is fantastic. The power, the power delivery from the throttle to the rear end is nothing short of amazing. If you've never ridden one, And you know somebody, I'm telling you, go hop on it, go get yourself about five or ten minutes on it, and you'll want to go buy one. They're amazing. They're not cheap, but they are amazing. What you're thinking in your brain and what your hand is doing on that throttle, it does all of it and then some. And it's instant delivery. And when I mean instant delivery, I mean instant delivery. It does such a fantastic job. So if you're climbing hills, if you're doing, you know, rock steps and things like that, and you need that instant power where a certain bikes, you hit the throttle and it kind of gives you the power. This gives you everything that you need. Going up the Jeep passes in Colorado, I had a 1090. I had an 800 and it was not even close. I had to wait on my buddies It at different levels of the switchbacks. Um, I was just fiddling through my iTunes, <laughs> listening to my music and finding new music to listen to and waiting on them. So long story short, it, the, the, the suspension and the way that it just does all that stuff and the power delivery is nothing but fantastic. Now, the look of it, you'll get some guys that say it's sexy, beautiful. You get other guys that say KTM's ugly and whatever uh beauty in the eye of the beholder i think they're beautiful i think they're sexy i love the look at them i love the way that 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 orange is all blended into the blacks i love black orange white i just uh, i think it's i like it i don't know what you think but that's that's on you 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 have to whatever if you don't like it go get some blank plastics put your own graphics on there biff bam boom now you have your own ktm with your own colors Now let's talk a little bit about a couple of things that I don't like about the bike. The bike drives great. It handles great. It's got plenty of power. I like the look of it. It will travel on the road. Fantastically. It's off road. It's just, it's just a beast. It just does everything it needs to do. You know, you you've, you've hit on everything. The, the bike is so, What don't you like about it? Well, here's, it's not that I don't like it, um, the height of these bikes. And I understand, and I learned a while back that they're never going to build a motorcycle So that a short guy can ride. They're not going to do it because if they build it for a short guy, then it's not going to be very off-road capable if they're putting that person in mind. So if that's why, if you ever go watch a motocross guy and they're standing next to their motorcycle, the seat is literally like up to their chest. You really shouldn't be putting your feet down a whole lot. If you're riding off-road, that's reality of it, but I get it. You're coming up to a stop sign. If you can't touch the ground, you're just going to fall over. So that part I do understand. So with that being, they are tall. So as far as the street side goes, yes, I wish they were just a little bit shorter, but there's there's give and take on that. It's it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't. So you're just going to have to just deal with it. So they are a tad tall at right at 38 inches in height, but you got to have that to to take it off road. So that's kind of a, a little knock, but it's not a super big deal. The height and the seat height of the motorcycle. But they make a lowering link, Cuba, the Cuba link. You can put it on there. You can get that down to about an inch and a half down. And like I said, I've got my buddy, Billy J over at Story Moto ADB. Literally, we give him a hard time, uh, but the dude can ride like crazy. And um, he's five foot seven on a good day. And uh, he rides a 690. He's got a Kuba link on there. We put it on and is he flat footed? No, but it, but he can write it and he can do his business. So it can happen. So people that say, Hey, I can't write a 690. Yeah, you can. You just got to be, you just have to take your time and do the research and be kind of uh engineer like to make that work so the height is kind of a downside of it now here's one thing that i don't care for and a lot of guys don't care for this is one of my biggest complaints with the 690 versus say like the 500s and the um the 350s and stuff like that turning God, the thing turns awful. It has a horrible turning radius. You can adjust the stops on the side, which a lot of people don't know that, but you can go and adjust that stop. If you take your time, you can make it better. You can't make it great, but you can make it better. But straight out of the factory, the way that the stops are set up, it's literally, you better learn how to lean and use, you know, clutch and brake to get that bike to turn or at least turn, you know, even remotely in a sort of tight turning radius. So, but once you practice, you can get a whole lot better. But the turning radius of the 690 Enduro R is awful. It's absolutely awful. It's not very good. I wish they could get better about that, but it is what it is. But that's one thing I don't like about it. In the factory seat. These are the three things I don't like about it. And they're real minimal. The factory seats, like sitting on a two by four, it's horrible. The ergonomics and the way that it's positioned and it sits, it's definitely not a travel seat i wouldn't suggest keeping it longer than the day that you get it home and you can actually get the box in the mail go get a seat concepts that's what i got on mine and it makes it fantastic it's really 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 nice you'll get guys that need to get you know crash cards because we're about it. don't worry about all that stuff you don't need that plastics are cheap for ktm they don't cost a whole lot um like i said if you need Any of that type stuff, like I said, you've heard the uh, commercial in the beginning, KTM North Texas, they're going to take care of you. Make sure you tell them I sent you that way you get a really good discount. Anyway, but that's really pretty much it on the KTM 690 Enduro R. The seat, the turning radius, and the height of it. Other than that, man, it's just fantastic. It does such a great job. You know, you get a couple of guys that will complain about the uh, the Speedo and stuff like that. But I like the old school. It's nice. You can actually see what it is. It's, it's, it's just nice. I don't need all these bells and whistles and all these things. The more electronics equals the more headache somewhere down the road. Understand that. So less is really more a lot of times. That's why when you get these dirt bikes and duro bikes, ain't got nothing on them. There's a reason for that. And maybe one upgrade I would say that would be awesome and you could actually shave a good amount of weight is an exhaust. If you take that exhaust off the KTM and because the KTM is about 308, 309 dry, it's going to be about 331 pounds wet, 332, somewhere around there. I got a video on it. Anyway, the exhaust, if you take that off and go... With like a wings or something along that lines, man, you can shave somewhere around, I think, 12 to 16 pounds just by taking off the factory exhaust. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't bother me having the factory. But if you're one of those guys that are just trying to shave, 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 shave weight. That's a great way and a great place to start to start shaving weight. The other thing I would say with the 690 uh, the off-road stuff, get a steering stabilizer because it really is nice. It's not necessary, it's a luxury so and it really does help when you're getting off-road. So a steering stabilizer is really nice and other than that, I mean you're depending on what you want to do, if you're uh, off-road and serious, then make sure you get the the CJ designs. Um, filler neck in the back because the, the gas, uh, holder in the back, the, the guy should be punched in the nose who ever designed that. Um, cause it just allows dirt to fall in. But if you change that out, that CJ designs, it's about a hundred bucks or something like that. It's worth it. It's fantastic. No more problems, no more dirt, no more nothing. So anyway, KTM, very reliable, very fantastic. I've had mine for two years. I got thousands of miles on it. Trouble free. They're amazing. People bash KTM because they're expensive, and a lot of people can't afford them, and that's okay. But if you do have the money and you can go pick one up, take care of it, that bike's going to take care of you. KTM is no longer what everybody wants it to be. They're in it, they're here to win, and that's just the way it is. And you're just either going to have to deal with it or whatever, because they are taking they are taking the motorcycle dirt side. By storm, and adventure side by storm. So be prepared. It's just it is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't, and you're just gonna have to deal with it. So, but anyway, KTM 690 Enduro. Those are the things that I love about it, and a little background of what I was looking for and why I went with KTM over, say, Husky and some of the Japanese bikes. I just, you know, I'm not a fanboy. I, I just I know by riding and what I like. The bike is fantastic. It does a great job and it's perfect for what I need. If I was going to do short runs like a four day or maybe a five day type of trip instead of, you know, 10 to 14 days, man, now you're talking the 500 world or the 350 and well, you know what? we're thinking about it. We'll get into that a little bit later and tell you what my future thinking is. That's going to be another day and another podcast. Anyway, I appreciate you guys. You guys have a fantastic Sunday. Thanks for spending time with me and thanks for listening on the KTM 690 Enduro R on the good things and some of the bad things, but there's way more good than there's ever going to be bad on that bike. And anybody says that you can't adventure travel on a 690 R. Well, I'll tell you what, let me know when, where we'll pack it up. Let's go hit it. I'll be right there. Be ready to rock and roll. I'll be on your tail the whole way. So, anyway, I'm Joe six ninety eighty V. Thanks. Have a great day. Find your adventure. Don't forget KTM North Texas. They'll take care of you if you need anything. Tell them six ninety sent you. Six ninety out.